1: An hour of light the tower on the horn from downtown des moines iowa craig way jeff howe with you from the longhorns uh, team headquarter hotel they're getting ready to uh, uh board the bus and head over to drake university for their shoot
2: around just saw timmy allen and tyrese hunter get on the bus
1: yeah getting ready to head over that way and uh takes a lot uh, to uh move a basketball team as we discovered when we visited with uh, rob lazar the equipment manager on monday uh the 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 uh uh, the you might say epilogue to that whole deal is about an hour and a half after he got off the phone uh, with us on Monday. Uh, Rob's truck broke down. The box truck he was driving broke down near Denton. He said he just stopped at the Bucky's near Texas Motor Speedway and got pretty close to Denton, and the it's thing broke a good down. Call. Yeah, so they had to get another box truck, and it is I see the reflection of it. I guess it's just further back. Uh, on the side street but anyway it's they've got that uh they've got uh, uh there are three total buses here one for uh the Texas basketball band the t- uh Texas cheer and Texas pom I kind of run them all together and just say banter cheer pom as one thing one the uh, band cheer pom is uh one, uh one word like it starts with a b and ends with an m banter cheer pom is
2: that something like car ramrod or is that something totally different
1: yeah i guess something totally different uh, so uh, they're on that, that bus. They have a bus for family, staff, and uh, other assorted types like myself and Scott McConnell and uh, even the, the, the uh, managers uh, and uh, grad assistants right on that bus. Then they have one bus. It's just the team and the coaches uh, that they take uh over for that. So uh, it's 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 a lot to and, and all of the teams have that type of setup here because it takes a lot to move a lot of the, a lot of these teams around here to the NCAA tournament where you've got uh, eight teams uh, in this building today, uh, two four team pods if you will, one that feeds to the West regional in Las Vegas. First game will tip off at one o'clock between uh, Kansas and and Howard, the one seed against the sixteen, and then that'll be followed by uh, uh, Arkansas and Illinois, the eight nine matchup. Then uh, I guess or is it earlier on that Kansas game? I said one o'clock. Was it? Uh, no, you're right. It's okay. one o'clock. All right. Okay. All right. And then and then uh, this evening six twenty five, uh, Texas uh, against Colgate in the game that you'll hear here on the horn. Not only will you hear it on the horn. Uh, also, you'll hear it. Uh, you'll have <coughs> extensive uh, pregame coverage. The extended pregame against at five thirty this afternoon. Network pregame at six and the tip off at six twenty five. So uh, that's this evening, and uh, it's also available on Coke FM as well, ninety five ninety nine three FM as well. And then the late game tonight, uh, eight fifty five Central Time, uh, will be uh, Texas A and M. Against Penn State, the 7 versus 10. So with that in mind, I wanted to go to uh, the bracket and talk a little bracket here and uh, get everybody's thoughts on it. First of all, Cam Parker, were you able to complete your bracket? Were you able to get it done?
3: Yes, I just finished my first and second bracket.
1: Very good. Okay. All right. So, um, um, Cam, I'm going to start with you since you've got it fresh and got it out of there. let uh, Take us through uh, – Take us through your bracket. Let, let folks know exactly what you're uh, – we'll go top left 1st There uh, there with the south region. And uh, and just um, and, and tell us who you like. Uh, starting off, obviously, Alabama's playing Texas A&M Corpus Christi, which won its uh, first four game the other night, first ever win for the Islanders in the NCAA tournament. So now they get the number one seed, Alabama.
3: Yeah, despite uh, having a coworker from the uh, – what, what do you call – what's the nickname for it? a Corpus Christi?
1: Well, I, I, I got I to gotta give credit to Longhorn fans for this one because okay. I'd heard, you know, they have nicknames for a lot of the other team's fans, as we know, <laughs> some less savory than others. But with regard to A&M Corpus Christi, for a while folks called them Island Aggies because it's A&M Corpus Christi because mm-hmm. it's on the island there, A&M Corpus Christi. But the one that seemed to stick lately in recent years was Speedo Aggies. Okay. Because you know, of the Speedo bathing suits, you know, that's what it that was, a Speedo Aggies. So this, uh, so Alabama against Speedo Aggies, but but I take it you're going with the 1-C with Alabama.
3: I am. Roll Tide for okay. the first matchup.
1: Okay. Uh, Maryland the 8, West Virginia the
3: 9. I Like West Virginia, Maryland has not been playing too great going in.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, San Diego State the 5, Charleston the
3: 12. Charleston's a popular pick, but I like San Diego State. I think they're a dark horse this year.
2: I'm, I'm not picking a mountain. I, I picked one Mountain West team to advance, and it was
1: not San Diego State.
3: Mm. Yeah. Ah, okay. Also, Four. Cam, did you
2: say you had Maryland or West Virginia?
3: West Maryland. Virginia.
1: Oh, you yeah. picked West Virginia. Okay. Yeah, I'm
2: taking the Mountaineers
1: also. Okay. All right. I'm I I'm going with the Terps on that one. I've got Alabama and Maryland. you got Alabama and Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the. Uh, no, I've got
2: Alabama, West Virginia. I'm with Cam. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. You have Alabama, West Virginia. Cam has Alabama, West Virginia. Um, and, uh. Uh, Cam, you like uh, Virginia over Furman in the four versus thirteen matchup?
3: I like Furman because I feel like Furman plays the same type of style as Virginia, and they just looked good in that conference tournament.
1: Wow, uh, uh,
3: Cam, I'm upset.
2: I'm with you. I, I didn't I picked Virginia, but I thought long and hard about that one. Okay, yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's it's tough. Uh, I, I went with Virginia on that. I, By the way, I've, I've got Charleston beating San Diego State. That's the 12-5 pick I have there. Okay, uh, Creighton and NC State, Cam. Creighton. I went with the Blue Jays. As did I. Baylor and UC Santa Barbara.
3: Going with Baylor, but
1: uh, you could talk me into the Gauchos. Okay. I went with Baylor. I did as well. Uh, Missouri and Utah State. 7-10. For Utah
2: State's not the Mountain West team I picked, so I'm <laughs> going with the
1: Tigers. Yeah, Cam. Utah State. Ooh, going with the 10. Okay, I went with Missouri. Arizona, Princeton.
3: Arizona, um, Princeton is, like, if if you told me a 2C was going to lose, it would probably be Arizona.
2: Bear down in the fighting. Courtney Ramey's
3: advancing. I'll go with Arizona.
1: Okay, Uh, Purdue and Fairley Dickinson, or as my friend Chuck Cooperstein from up north used to call him, fairly ridiculous, they used to say. Fairley Dickinson.
2: I'll go with
3: the, Um, uh, I'll go ahead, Jeff.
2: Could Fairly Dickinson stack like their three tallest players and be as tall as Zach Eady? I don't think so. <laughs> like the
1: State Farm commercial. Give me, give me the boilers. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Cam.
3: Yeah. I don't. They can't defend Eady at all. So Purdue. Yep, I got Purdue on that.
1: Memphis and Florida Atlantic. Memphis. Uh, the eight nine FAU. Going with Memphis. You like Memphis? Yes. Uh huh. I do too. I think by
2: the end of the day, Tom Herman, David Beatty, and everybody at FAU will be very happy because I'm mm. going with
1: the Owls. Look at you. Okay. All right. Um, Duke and ORU, the five versus 12. Cam? Earl Roberts. That's my big upset so far. Wow.
2: That would be big. I'm right there with Cam, and I went there. I took Oral Roberts.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Maybe they'll come out to a little You haven't seen that Duke may be the hottest team in the country right now. Maybe they'll come
2: out to a little bit of that MC 900-foot Jesus when they take the court.
1: Yeah, it might be. I'm going with Duke. Uh, Tennessee, Louisiana? Tennessee. I took the Vols. As yes. did I, Kansas State, Montana State. Oh wait, Kentucky, Providence. This is when you were you were considering about Kentucky maybe as a what a Final Four pick. Cam
3: was thinking about it. Um, I have them winning their first round matchup. I'll say okay. that.
2: I went with Kentucky because usually Cal's best tournament runs are when you don't expect anything
3: from That's them. That's a good point. I picked Kentucky as well. That's
1: Kansas. has of late. Uh, Kansas State, Montana State, Wildcats, Bobcats, K State. Okay. K
3: State, uh, just for Danny Davis, because he is a Montana grad, and if I pick Montana state, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure if Danny Davis will ever talk to me again.
1: Yeah, right. Okay. I got Kansas State as well. Michigan State USC.
2: Uh, you know, I I went with SC.
3: Okay. S C okay. as well, top fifty um in both offensive and defensive efficiency per Ken Palm I like that.
2: And I, Andy Anfield might be the best NCAA tournament coach nobody talks about. What he did a Florida Gulf Coast, yeah. he's yeah, taking he was. taking that seed with Sweet Sixteen. Sweet
1: 16. Yeah, uh, that said, I'm going with Michigan State. Okay, uh, Marquette, Vermont.
2: I'm all in, all in on Shaka and yeah. company.
1: Yeah, Cam, right there with Jeff. Okay, me too. Uh, Houston Northern Kentucky. As we switch to the top right, the Midwest bracket.
2: As much as I like Darren Horn and would like his mm-hmm. club to pull the upset, uh, I'm
3: going
1: Cougar high. Yeah, I think Houston with that. Uh, Cam.
3: Yeah. Houston. okay cam uh iowa the eight auburn the nine Iowa's was one of the best offensive teams in the country i like iowa here
2: here's what i figured out about eight nine games yep. in the tournament when you look at the bracket every year eight nine games are going to be one of two things they're either going to be a mid-major that people really like a lot uh-huh but if they're power six teams it's power six teams that grossly underachieved during the season yeah uh and i don't say that just because texas wake forest in 2010 was an eight nine game but if you look like at the bracket most years, that's what it boils down to. Uh, I took Auburn, and I'll probably regret that.
1: I took Auburn as well. We'll see if I regret it as well. Uh, Miami and Drake, the five versus 12.
3: Drake for Damn. me because Miami's burned me the last, like, five years, it feels like. So I'm just <laughs> wow. taking Drake because of Miami and also the uh, recording artist. Okay. I,
2: I'm, I took Drake, too.
3: Okay. Uh, We have the same bracket, Jeff. I feel like we have the same exact bracket. How about that?
2: Started from the bottom. Now they're in the second round.
3: Yeah, there you go. Uh,
1: (laughs) Indiana and Kent State, the four versus 13. Uh, I don't
2: think the Golden Flashes are pulling it off. I took IU.
3: All right. Yeah, uh, thought about it, but I'm going to go with Indiana.
1: Hoosiers for me as well. Iowa State uh, against Pitt after Pitt won the uh, play-in game the other night as they play in Greensboro.
2: Death, taxes, and... T.J. Otzelberger winning in the NCAA tournament. Can we say that for the second year in a row? I'm at least taking him to beat Pitt.
1: Okay. All right. Um, Sam. Cam? Sam. Well, I was I, Yeah, I do as well. Uh, Xavier and Kennesaw State. Great story about Kennesaw State. I was going to say, I think
2: this would be the biggest first-round upset if it happened because Kennesaw State's never been in the tournament. Uh, I'm taking Xavier,
1: though. Yep. Cam? Sam. Okay. Uh, Texas A&M Penn State.
2: This was close for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I just think Penn State has a little more versatility than A&M. Mm-hmm. So I took the Nittany Lions in a basically what amounts to a coin flip game for me.
3: Yeah. Uh, Cam? Um, I went with A&M. Uh,
1: I did as well. I, I, You know, a lot of times I look at hot team three, but they're both mm-hmm. hot going in. So both reaching their conference tournament finals. This is a coin flip game. I agree with Jeff on that, but I am going to go with the Aggies. Okay, and then, uh, and then uh, Texas and Colgate.
2: Against the spread or
1: no, <laughs> two versus 15, we're only picking the winners. Yeah, I'm taking Texas.
3: Texas, Cam? I actually really like Colgate. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with Texas. Okay, I am as well. All right, uh, now to the bottom
1: uh, there in the west. Kansas and Howard. Kansas will not have Bill Self on the bench today.
2: And it won't matter. They'll roll.
1: Okay. Uh, them over Howard. Uh, Cam? KU. Yep. You Got well.
2: the feeling yesterday being around – the the arena. Howard's that team that everyone's like, yeah, they're they're just kind of happy
1: to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arkansas, Illinois, the eight nine. Yeah,
2: I I said this when Arkansas was in town for that exhibition. Yeah, that feels like it was a year ago. Yeah, that that's one of the more talented teams in the tournament, mm-hmm. and if they can figure it out, they can make a run. Mm-hmm. I like them to get by Illinois. I'm yeah. really Arkansas. It, to me might be the biggest wild card team in
3: this bracket. Okay. Cam? Yeah, they really are because of Musselman. He's already put together one good run last year. You know, why not again this year? Um, Don't think it will be this year, but I have Arkansas in the first round.
1: Okay. I've got Arkansas as well. All right, the 512, St. Mary's and VCU.
2: Maybe it's just because I watched a lot of St. Mary's this year, but I I don't like this 5-12 upset. I'm taking St. Mary's.
3: Okay, Cam. I'm going the other way. I've seen St. Mary's play. Uh, I'm not a big fan of what I saw the last few weeks, Jeff. I'm going with VCU. All right,
1: I'm going to go with – I mean, I'm going with – St. Mary's as well. All right. Uh, UConn and Iona, four versus 13. Rick Pitino, is he coaching his final game in Iona? Will he wind up at St. John's, as the rumors seem to
2: Craig, didn't him. you hear what he said? He doesn't think he can find a culture anywhere else like what Iona has.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Don't you believe everything that comes out of Rick Pitino's mouth? Well. <laughs> File Rick Pitino under people that I wouldn't trust him if his tongue was notarized. How about that? Uh, yeah, give me UConn. All
1: right. Uh, Cam? Yeah, UConn. Uh, me as well. TCU, Arizona State. Frogs big. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Bigly. Let's go TCU. Yep. I will as well. Gonzaga, Grand Canyon. Did y'all hear what happened to Grand Canyon? Yeah. The
2: uniforms? Yeah. They got to their site. They packed, like, the the band, the band stuff, the cheerleading stuff. Didn't put any of the players' bags yeah. with, the, with the travel team.
1: With yeah. Yeah. Travel on that. Older brother Scott drew to the rescue. Gave him a bunch of practice gear to wear and... Uh, and uh, what was it, Regis University also chipped in because they were there in Denver, gave them some practice gears. So you they know, could when, when Bryce
2: Drew hit that shot to beat Ole Miss, and what was that, 98, yep. 97, whatever it was? 98. You're thinking, man, there's nobody in the Drew family that's ever going to be this famous. Little did we know.
1: Little did we
2: Scott know. Scott has, uh, I think Scott has passed his brother at this yeah.
1: point. Um, yeah, oh, I'm taking taking Gonzaga. Okay, Cam. Yeah, Gonzaga. Yep, me as well. And uh, uh, Northwestern and Boise State.
2: This is where I finally pick a Mountain West team.
1: Oh, look at you going with BSU Boise.
3: Uh, okay. All right, Cam. With Jeff, um, they're, a, they're a good team for analytics, so I like Boise State. I like the Big Ten in this. I'll go with Northwestern. And finally, UCLA and UNC
1: Asheville, the Fighting Mike Morrells I was
2: going to say very similar to, uh, you know, Northern Kentucky taking on Houston. Yeah, I would love for Mike Morrell to get him a landmark victory. Yeah,
1: I don't think it's going to happen. I anymore. don't either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cam, you have UCLA. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, second Oshko, round. Though. Hey, by the
2: way, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can we all agree that Mick Cronin has done? An infinitely better job at UCLA than we thought he would.
1: Yeah, he's been tremendous out there.
2: Not a very inspiring hire, but he's been damn good at a a job where there are unrealistic expectations.
1: I was really impressed with him when I had a sit-down with him when I was doing Westwood 1 when he was coaching Cincinnati, and uh, I was quite impressed with him, so I'm not surprised by that. Uh, uh, Alabama-Maryland? Second round? Well,
2: I've got Alabama, West Virginia, but I'm going
1: Alabama. Yeah, yeah, or Alabama, West Virginia. Uh, you, you got Alabama or West Virginia, Cam? Roll Tide. Okay. Uh, uh, second round, uh, I've got – we'll just go through since we have some differences on picks. I've got Virginia beating Charleston.
2: I've got Charleston in the Sweet 16. How about that?
3: Cam? I have San Diego State beating Furman. Okay. All right. All um, right.
1: Then uh, next, I think we all had Creighton and Baylor, and uh, I've got Baylor. I'm going with the Bears. Okay. Creighton Cam? for me. Okay. Uh, and then uh, that uh, Arizona-Princeton-Missouri-Utah uh, State thing uh, there. Arizona. Arizona. I've got Arizona.
3: Cam? Arizona, but when Utah State wins, I'm going to be kicking myself. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh Bottom
1: part of the bracket, uh, Purdue-Memphis – Or FAU. I've got got Purdue. Purdue over FAU. Okay. Cam? i got Memphis. So do I. i just just, got a feeling about those Tigers getting into the Sweet 16. Uh, Duke, Tennessee, or Oral Roberts? Uh,
2: I've got Oral Roberts, Tennessee, but I've got Tennessee advancing. It knows the Kai Ziegler, I know, but I think the the draw is going to fall in favor of of Rick Barnes in this case.
3: Yeah, same thing with Jeff. I have Tennessee beating Oral Roberts. I have Duke beating Tennessee there. Bottom part of it, Kentucky-Kansas
1: State, I think we all had is the 2nd matchup. <laughs> I match just up.
2: feel like this is one of those Kentucky teams, Cal does this every now and then, where they're like a 6 or an 8 seed, and they'll go on a run. I think they're going to do it
1: this Camp. time around.
3: Yeah, I asked a Kentucky fan that, and he said I was crazy, so I changed it to uh, Kansas State. But Okay, I've got Kentucky getting
1: there. And then uh, Michigan State Marquette or? uh uh usc marquette
2: i've got usc marquette but i'm gonna go shock again to the sweet 16
1: okay yep shock him. okay uh so do I. I have marquette winning that okay uh top right uh houston and either iowa or auburn i've got houston over auburn okay uh i do as well cam houston over iowa okay. it'll be close okay Next, you guys both have Drake against Indiana. I have Miami against Indiana. Well, I've
2: got Indiana advancing either way. So So
1: do Mm -hmm. I. Sam. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Then uh, you've got Iowa State Xavier. I think we are all had those two. Who do we have advancing?
2: Anytime you've got a guy like Gabe Kausher who can catch fire and have one of those six or seven three-point games. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I'm going to take – T.J. Otzelberger and wow. his shirt that's two sizes too small to, to get to the Sweet 16.
1: We're
3: in a shmedium. Uh Okay, uh, Cam. Yeah, coin flip for me. I wanted Xavier, but I don't feel great about it. Uh, I,
1: I pick Xavier on that. Uh, Texas against either A&M or Penn State.
2: I've got Texas.
3: Okay, Cam. Texas, because if we lose the a and I'll be crying all weekend long. <laughs> well, there's your sound logic there. I'll go with
1: Texas on that. Bottom part of this, uh, Kansas against Arkansas. I think we all had that
2: matchup. Remember how I said Arkansas is yeah. one of the bigger wild card teams in this yeah. tournament? Yeah. I've got the Pigs in the Sweet 16 wow. over the Jayhawks. Knocking out mm. Kansas.
1: Okay, Cam? I like it, Jeff, but I'm going with KU. I am as well. Uh, okay. Uh, St. Mary's and UConn.
2: I like the cam and I've disagreed on, I like the cam and I've disagreed on St. Mary's because our brackets have been too much alike. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I picked, I put St. Mary's over UConn and St. Mary's into the sweet 16. Wow. Wow.
1: Okay. Cam, I have UConn beating VCU. Okay. I've got UConn beating St. Mary's. Uh, okay. Uh, TCU Gonzaga. I think we all had that. I just think
2: is the more athletic team they can get after Gonzaga the same way Texas did. Mm. I think the Frogs are going to the Sweet 16. Okay.
3: All right. Cam? I got the Zags. I think TCU's shooting is just going to come up short this tournament. Yeah. That The one thing TCU
1: does not have is great three-point shooting. They did in that, in that quarterfinal win. They just didn't uh, in the semifinal uh, against Texas. Also uh, without Lampkin, although I hear he was kind of a problem anyway, I don't know that their bigs can handle drew timmy
2: desmond bain's not walking through that door Craig. no
1: he's not no he's not uh i'm gonna go with gonzaga and uh, northwestern or boise against ucla
3: ucla cam yeah ucla but without carter it's gonna be interesting to see how far they go Uh
1: uh-huh all right so uh now to the sweet 16 uh who do we have advancing there uh alabama charleston or virginia my elite eight uh, well
2: yeah I've got I've got Bama going to the elite eight
1: okay all right uh, cam yeah Bama beating San Diego State for me I have them beating Virginia okay uh, then uh, Baylor against what is it Arizona. Arizona yeah
2: I took the Bears in my bracket to okay. get to the elite eight
1: all right cam I have Creighton beating Arizona Creighton in the elite eight okay I've, uh, baby. I've, uh, I've got uh, I've got Arizona in on that Uh Duke and either uh, Memphis or FAU, right? Uh, I've got my Sweet
2: 16 is Purdue, Tennessee.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because that's right. You had Duke. And I'm I'm taking Purdue. Purdue to the Elite Eight. Cam? I have Memphis beating Tennessee. I have Duke beating Memphis. Okay. Uh, Bottom part, I believe we all had – well, no. It, either it, it's Marquette against either Kentucky or Kansas State. Right?
2: I got. I've got Marquette, Kentucky, and I think this is where the run ends for Kentucky, okay. and Shaka Smart goes to the Elite
1: Eight. I agree with that, Cam. Uh, this is where I have
3: Marquette dropping down to Kansas okay. State. You got Kentucky getting.
1: Oh, Kansas State getting yes. to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, uh, and then uh, in the top right uh i think we all had what is it houston houston and, indiana yeah, yeah houston indiana u of h okay all right cam yes houston beating indiana me too as well all right either texas xavier or texas iowa state
2: i've got texas over iowa state
3: okay Te- texas
2: has not lost a big 12 series this season
1: that's
3: right and and either split or won it i don't uh-huh. think
2: that'll happen this time around
3: okay cam yeah either against iowa state or xavier i think texas has a better matchup against either team I agree, and I've got Texas over Xavier. Okay,
1: uh, Kansas and UConn, right? Or if
3: you're me, or you've St. Got, St.
1: Arkansas St. St. Mary's. got Arkansas and St. Arkansas and St. Mary's. How I are just, I don't
2: know, man. I don't know if it's just because I, I like Eric Musselman that much, okay. or just, I just, you know, from following recruiting, I know Arkansas's talent. I, I, I like Arkansas over St. Mary's, with the Hogs going to the Elite Eight.
3: Okay, how about that, Cam? Uh, I have Kansas getting past UConn so do I
1: and finally uh either TCU or Gonzaga against UCLA you
2: know TCU could I could see them losing to Arizona State or I could see them doing what I'm predicting them to do yeah and get to the elite eight
3: okay all right Cam I think the Zags are being slept on guys I got Gonzaga beating UCLA no Jalen Clark that's uh that's a big big loss for me
1: I've got UCLA beating Gonzaga and getting uh there okay and then uh in the elite eight who do we have
2: Alabama over Baylor.
1: Okay, Cam. Bama over Creighton. I have Al. I have Arizona beating Alabama. Okay. to, get to the Final Four. Uh, all right. Um, and the East.
2: Twelve years ago, Shaka Smart made the Final Four when it was in Houston. Yes. I think Shaka goes back to energy. I like Marquette over Purdue. And Matt Painter gets oh so close yet again to a Final Four and mm. comes up short.
3: Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, Cam. Uh, K State. Being the second Big Twelve team oh to make God. it to the Final Four, God, Kansas State beating the final Memphis. Memphis. I've got Duke getting there uh, beating Marquette. Okay, uh,
1: Houston, Texas. Kind of hurt me to do this
2: because I really like this Texas team. You went but, with the Cougs. Yeah, I went with Houston because okay. it just it feels like this is this is the year Kelvin Sampson gets them over the
1: hump.
3: Okay, all right, Cam. Yeah, um, for my homer bracket, I have Texas, but I think Houston is just a bad matchup. Too athletic for the Horns. Yeah, my well, my bracket's
1: turned out to be the homer bracket. I wasn't expecting it, but I went through everything, so I picked Texas on that. And then uh, in the West,
2: I've got Ar- – my elite eight is Arkansas and TCU. Yeah. And this is where I put a Big 12 team in the uh, in the Final Four. Wow. TCU huge, in the Final okay. Four. Wow. All
3: right. All right.
2: And it's a Southwest Conference national yeah, semifinal. Is.
3: Cam? Uh, I have a Big 12 team as well, but it's Kansas, not TCU, beating Gonzaga. I have Kansas, and they're beating UCLA. All right.
1: So now we're to the Final Four. Your semifinal pick?
2: Alabama over Marquette. Okay. Houston over TCU. Okay.
1: Cam?
3: Uh, Alabama over K-State. KU over Houston I
1: have Duke over Arizona and I have Texas beating Kansas and for the national
3: championship
2: roll tide over that. the
3: Cougs okay Cam uh Jayhawks 68 tied 61 KU goes back to back for the first time since Billy D in Florida okay uh I get to make
1: the homer pick this year i don't know, say the Texas
3: Longhorns win the national championship. As long as Texas First time doesn't, I've ever done
1: that.
2: As long as Texas doesn't wear the black jerseys against Duke, they'll be fine. <laughs>
1: there you go. That's a good point <laughs> there. Uh, I have the final like 71-67. Uh,
2: 81-77 is what okay. I'm going with for Mamo over Houston.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Coming up, we do have our second hour Longhorn Notebook. Also have a Flex 30 update. We'll hear more from Rodney Terry and Bob Donawalt as well when we continue with Light the Tower. On the horn, 1049 1019, AM 1260, live, local, and digital, in the Horn app and at HornFM.com. On we go with Light the Tower. On the horn, Craig Way, Jeff Howe, and also Cam Park, our producer. And it's time now for our Flex 30 updates. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to FLXATX.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement.
2: So, real quick, stick with the NCAA tournament theme. This Des Moines pod. Westlake Nation's taking over the Des Moines pod, Craig, huh? because with Texas, obviously you got Brock Cunningham. Yep, Kansas is here, so you got KJ Adams. Right, and with Illinois here, we got Matthew Meyer.
1: That's true. Yeah, you got some Westlake working. Uh, no doubt about it. That's notable uh, there for that. Matthew Meyer, he of the caffeine poisoning. Uh, <laughs> with the, how many, uh, Cam? How many was it that he said he drank?
3: So it was a six. Six.
1: Uh, yeah, so See. to play video games in a, uh, I think he
2: said a caffeine induced euphoria.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably won't need that today, but he might need uh, might need something of a higher power to get past Arkansas. Was that a
2: band that Shoning saw at one point? Caffeine induced euphoria. They're
1: at they're at South by Southwest okay. this week. Uh, it that okay. seems like that's right up Shonings alley. It would be. So they play it at
3: would. the Coke <laughs> uh, Festival, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. It was a Coke Fest, right? One of the warm-up bands there. All right, so there it is. There's your Flex 30 update. Keep an eye on the three Westlake products here in this. All right, uh, it's time for our second hour Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. You know Rodney's story really, really well, and, uh, you know, we, we all know about him. Uh, getting his startup at Bowie under CeCe and, uh, you know, uh, Zay's dad and, and, and the dad. Of course, Rodney hails from the Texas Gulf Coast. When I went over and was visiting our good friend Brian Anderson, who has the television call tonight on yeah. CBS, Scott McConnell, the media relations director for basketball, summoned me over and said, Brian needs to know, the mascot for Angleton. I said, Wildcats, purple and white. <laughs> so they're talking about that. Um, uh, and Cam, this would actually be a cut number seven of those I gave to you. But Rodney Terry asked yesterday uh, about the influence that his father, as a coach and a dad, had on him in becoming a basketball coach himself.
0: You no, know, my father was a uh, high school basketball coach, basketball football coach for over 40 years. And uh, I just think the. Uh, I think of the impact that he made on so many young lives and people that he always interacted with and the way he carried himself. I mean, people love my dad, you know, and uh, just by the way he carried himself and a lot of his former players, you know, the respect they have for him after they finished playing for him. You know, I think he inspired me to want to be a coach and to continue to work with young people and and hopefully have impact on young people's lives. And, um, you know, I just I learned so much from him in that regards. And uh, I think the last thing I would say, uh, in regards to that, I think he always saw me in a bigger light than even I saw myself, you know, and uh, he saw me doing the things that I'm doing right now at this level right now, even before I thought I could be at this level and, and believed in me that much. He said, you're a high major coach. You're a guy that, that can do exactly what those other guys are doing, and, and you should have one of those jobs. He'd always, you know, different jobs would open up. and He'd say, hey, you know, you should be, you should be trying to get that job. You're ready for that job. That's your job. But but he always saw more in me in terms of the, biggest, the bigger picture and uh, really instilled me to, to dream big.
1: Always wanted him to dream big. And, and being in the NCAA tournament and coaching in the NCAA tournament certainly is evidence of dreaming big. The final thing here, and Cam, it's the last one I've listed for you there, um, it, it started all about, uh, again, it brought up the question, and it was our friend Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman, uh, ever ready with the question about as he thought about the job and if he'd be offered uh, the permanent job and where did he stand with that on that and uh, Rodney has been steadfast in what he has said about the interim head coach title he now carries and where it is right now and where he uh, you know where what he thinks about when it comes to that that it's all about the business at hand.
0: I've continued to do what what we've done all year long and and, uh, and uh, just work the process, you know, live what your feet are, live in the moment, enjoy this journey right now. Um, you know, we all don't want it to end, everybody in the NCAA tournament, we all want to continue to, to, to ride this journey and I've and, uh, got a special group I work with all year long, special staff that I work with all year long and I've really just, to be honest with you, just stayed the course in terms of working with them every day and enjoying being with them every day. We had a great practice this morning already and um, you know, I just really haven't given a whole lot of thought to it, to be honest with you, in terms of what we're doing. You know, I just want this team to continue to play and continue to go as far as we can go with this group.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's been his his stance all the way along. And it's like, look, let's go as far as we can in this NCAA tournament, and he'll worry about the rest later.
2: And I'll add to that, you know, talking to Dylan Mitchell in the locker room yesterday, uh, and we talked about a lot of things, but he, you know, Dylan being a new guy and, you know, guys in his position, when you're head coach is suspended and gets fired, you might be likely to shut it down or go into the portal. But he said, "Don't, you know, the family atmosphere that people talk about, like with, with this Texas team, it's legit. And, Craig, you and I have been around mm-hmm. plenty of teams, even good teams, where you knew guys didn't necessarily like each other. Yep. But this core group of guys, and then you throw in the two freshmen, you throw in the freshmen, and I, I don't want to leave Rowan Brumbaugh out, but you throw in the freshmen, uh, you, you throw in Jabari Rice, you throw in Tyrese Hunter. These dudes genuinely like being around each other. Yeah. And that's not – you don't find that with with every team you're around.
1: I I will say this is the the closest group I have seen in my 23 years on the play-by-play and 33 years on the broadcast total. It's it's the closest group I've seen. And uh, it's helped carry them through some tough times, I think, for sure on that. The the
2: makeup of this team and their closeness – reminds me of some of those baseball teams that yeah. Augie had yes. last decade. Yes, a good point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. It, it, it reminded me of the 05 team in the yeah. way that they all uh, cared about one another uh, so much. Um, okay, and and, and, and and another part of this dynamic is this coaching staff. Uh, 45 years of head coaching experience on the staff you think about a steve mcclain who was at uh, wyoming and and uh and then obviously rodney with his head coaching opportunities at fresno state and utep and then there's bob Donawal you know
2: real quick every, every time i see steve mcclain he yeah. looks like he can't wait to like get from wherever he is to like the film room or a dry erase board like it's almost like if he's not doing something to Expand his basketball mind. He's he's just getting that itch.
1: That's him in a nutshell. Yeah, that's he's always that he's it just always dived into the video and always working, working hard on that. Same thing with Bob Donawald, uh, the guy who uh, is the associate head coach, and, and Bob, uh, of course, son of the uh, the, the former Bob Donawald, uh, the, uh, head coach for years and years, and uh, and a, and a guy that. Uh, has just you know run the gamut of coaching experience overseas in, in Russia and in China, uh, coached in Turkey, uh, a guy who has coached in the United States with national teams, amateur teams, and professional teams, including the one that plays right here in this town. For two years, Bob Donawal was the head coach of the Iowa Energy back then the D League, now the G League. On that. So I thought it'd be interesting just to uh, get his perspective about being back in the town that he called home for a couple of years. So it's the old Yogi Barrel line about deja vu all over again. What was the feeling like when you walked back into this building, given the time you spent here as coach of the Iowa Energy?
4: Yeah, two years in this building. Didn't think I'd ever be back, and here we are, and kind of comes full circle a little bit. It's going to be fun, but it brings back memories, good memories.
1: What was your experience like? You say brings back good memories of <clears throat> working in this building, in this city, the community, and, and coaching the team.
4: It, it's a fun community. It's a, it's a basketball community. They like their basketball very knowledgeable fans. Uh, we had good turnouts. We led the G League in, or the D League back then in two years in a row in attendance. So they turned out for us, and and they know their ball, and, and they're pretty knowledgeable about it. So it was fun that way. Uh, a lot of good people. It was a fun town. My son, Luke Isaac, was born here. So it, was, it, it means a lot to us.
1: And, and the weather doesn't phase you at all, given what we could be seeing in the next couple of days with temperatures in the 20s and maybe snowing and stuff like that.
4: Well, you, you got to know that I've lived in the Ukraine where the snow was, about six feet deep, and I lived in uh, I lived in a part of Russia that was fairly cold, and I lived in northern northern um, China in a town called Jilin, where it was thirty below zero. So getting to Des Moines wasn't actually too bad.
1: How much fun is this to be uh, a part of it? Uh, this I, I'm always hear coaches say this thing never gets old.
4: It blessed, absolutely blessed, especially with this team. This is this is one that's going to go down for a while in our memories, just because of the bondness with them and what they had to go through the adversity. So he had to go through, and yet here we are, and with, with a chance, hopefully, to, to compete and win some games.
1: Yeah, there it is. Uh, uh, a guy getting a chance to come back home where his son was born, and a great guy, and a great offensive mind, and uh, a, a part of this congealed group that's come from so many areas mm-hmm. to form this particular unit of coaches and players for the University of Texas.
2: That, that's one thing that excites me about, you know, if RT gets the job on a permanent basis, is maybe the potential for this staff to stay together. because I think it's a really good coaching staff. And you mentioned Bob Donnell, Craig, kind of him running the offense. Did you realize Texas, according to com, Texas is one of only four teams in the country that's in the top 20 in adjusted offensive efficiency and adjusted defensive efficiency. It's Texas, Houston, Alabama, and UConn.
1: Yeah. and those, those are the
2: only four teams in the country that are top 20. And
1: those world. are all teams built for making a deep run in the tournament. No, no question about it. All right. Uh, coming up, uh, Jeff and I will be back to wrap up today's edition from Des Moines here on Light the Tower on the Horn, 1049-1019, AM 1260, live local and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Well, that's going to wrap it up from here. By the way, update on this. Uh, Maryland, after falling behind early, has come back to uh, within a point of West Virginia. They've gone back and forth. Mountaineers up 23-22 with about five minutes plus remaining in the uh, first half. Virginia on top of Furman, 15-7 early. So, we know Cam's point, uh, pick is now shot. Uh, Furman, no, I don't know. It's just getting just getting started. The tournament started, that's the great thing about it. So, uh, it's... Underway. You ready for all this to happen tonight? I'm beyond ready. I'm going to go
2: take a nap. I'll be on at Chad and Zay at 1 o'clock and then probably, you know, right around the start of that Illinois Arkansas game, make my way over to the building.
1: I'll see you over there. Uh, and uh, we'll bring you one more of these programs from here in Des Moines tomorrow morning for our man behind the glass, our producer, Cameron Parker, and for my co host, Jeff Howe. Craig Wade. thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll visit with you tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock on Light the Tower. Yeah.